everybody, and welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And if you were here right before the show, we were talking about how much we hate the uh, 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS song. That and the O'Reilly Auto Parts song. It's, it's kind of what we do. And it's okay because you know what? We're talking about music and movies, holiday music and movies later. Um, but it's going to be a great show. We got full, tons of guests on today's show. So many great people. Probably even more people here on the show today than, than attended the Falcons and Panthers game yesterday in Carolina. Look at that. <coughs> There's uh, It's not a lot. That's like right before kickoff. Um, that looks like a high school football game. I hope they just let everybody sit where they want right there. Or basically, I think the, the thing was with Carolina is if you showed up, you got to punt. You got to be the punter right there. Uh, Ryan McCormick. Ryan, wait a second. Where's Ryan's not here. Ryan, Matt, Matt never is here. Matt, what happened? Where's Ryan? Ryan, uh, some people think he might have partied with his buddy Daniel Bellinger uh, a little too hard Daniel in New Bellinger, York. Yes. Uh, no, he is under the weather. I got the text oh, uh, nice no. and early this morning. This isn't real, believe it or not, but it's uh, based on the text that I got this morning, it's probably not too far-fetched to believe. Yeah, Ryan is under the weather. He is not with us today. Matt's filling in. Um, I don't want to know what Google image or what search you got to get that person in that bed. I just searched his name and that popped up, you that know? Popped up. <laughs> All right, so Matt's filling in for Ryan. It is a Monday, and of course that means the lovely Alex White is here. Alex, our sports betting analyst, and um, we call her the queen of South Point right now, really. I think that's where you're, you've been knighted. And uh, I can't be the queen of South Point, though. You can't be. Who's the queen no. of South Point? Sally Gone. I... Oh, Sally Gone. Okay. Yeah. It's the owner's wife of the hotel, yes. Yeah. and uh, Princess. Um, daughter-in-law. Yeah. Oh, daughter-in-law. Oh, yeah. Michael's okay. wife, yeah. But... Um, they're family friends, so I know them very well. And her two daughters, I actually coached one of her daughters when she was cheering at Gorman. Oh, so, okay. That's yeah. the high school you went to, Bishop Gorman. I went to Bishop Gorman here, and then I coached the cheerleaders there. For there used to be years. one of the, the, what are those things called? Megaphones. Megaphones, yeah, that's it. There was a megaphone here for the longest time in the studio. Now, the only thing we have here is uh, a vacuum that I don't know if anyone's ever ran. But, oh, and we have our Christmas tree. I'm sorry. Charlie Brown style. We got our Charlie Brown Christmas tree, if you look. Who put the star in there? Because that is literally, that. oh, and That is all in. Our it's director, nice Ann. And great job, Jerry. Jerry's also here today. No, Sean. Um, but Ann, good job on the tree. And it's it's a really cute tree. Did you were you here for the price of that? Did you guess the price? Were you here for that? I thing? actually watched your show. Oh, you saw it. with uh, Steve Stallworth. And yeah, he actually guessed it yeah, right. Yeah, he Buy did. One, get one. I wasn't here. <laughs> Trees are expensive, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I got one. I got $50 one at tree? Uh, Home Depot. Uh, that's always a good place to go. And I got it at Home Depot, and it was you know it's uh, it was like I don't know I don't want to say how much it was. Five or six hundred bucks. But anyway, I, I get big trees. No. Um, and then I see a commercial for this Star Nursery, which is like a local place. Big time. Uh, yeah. I should have went there. They had it for like 20 bucks cheaper. Not it's a big time chain. Yeah. It's not that far. I know. I should have went. Blue Diamond, yeah. Damn it! I know you don't know Blue Diamond. There's one if you go. I know Blue Diamond Almonds, <laughs> that direction. which are my favorite almonds, Blue Diamond. No, I, I'm, I'm getting to know that's the 215 right there, right? 215 in Blue Diamond, something like that? Close enough. <laughs> something like that? You hear Ann laughing. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, Spearmint Rhino, right around there. Spearmint Rhino. Is that blue diamond? Not to be confused with the Peppermint Hippo. Peppermint Hippo, exactly. <laughs> Lots of establishments with clever names. Those I think are, you're uh, thinking 15, right? 15, you get off the I blue thought blue diamond, diamond was too... Oh, this is... By the way, we're doing a map of Nevada, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. You can Google that. Uh, we have a big show for you guys today. I already said Alex White is here. This is episode number 49, ladies and gentlemen. And when I think 49, this is kind of uh, embedded in my brain by my grandfather, who's a big boxing fan, Rocky Marciano. 49 and 0 in his career, ladies and gentlemen. Look at Rocky. Look at this guy, Rocky Marciano. 49 and 0, 46 knockouts. 
They don't make them like that anymore. They don't make them like that. And he beat Joe Lewis uh, when Joe Lewis was already past his prime. But Rocky, 49-0, never lost a fight. And I believe tragically died in a plane crash, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Rocky, Mar when I hear the number 49, I always think Rocky Marciano. Because I had a little book my dad gave me. My grandfather was a boxing book. And uh, I remember I could see the image in my head of him. One of those pictures almost, it said 49-0, the greatest of all time. It was a really old book. I don't know if it was before Ali or not, but um, there you go. Um, later on in the show, also, Chris Andrews will be here. Chris Andrews, sportsbook director right here at the lovely South Point. By the way, South Point all weekend was fabulous. Um, we had the rodeo in town or the roping. I don't know, the roping, whatever it is, but it was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and it's a movie and music Monday, which we will do, be doing our favorite Christmas songs later. Thank you to Dom's Pizza in Trafford for watching the show, Steiner's here in Vegas, and Oasis for airing the show, Alex. I have not been to Oasis yet, but I will be tomorrow. Very good. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, there might be a little holiday party. might be a little Christmas party going on here. Um, and now, I know I shouldn't have mentioned it on air, now everyone's going to show up. <laughs> Please, li listen, I know the paparazzi's watching. Please. Let us let us have our party. I'll I'll come out and sign stuff if you really want me to. I mean, you're used to it. It's all of us that got to get used to the paparazzi following it's us just, around, right? You know, I left LA for that reason. Exactly. I came here for this job. I wanted to get out of the whole Nobu and the sunsets, so I just got to get out of there. Um, today is December 18th. Can you believe it? One week from Christmas in seven days, it'll be Christmas 2023. It's our Alaska episode number 49. Uh, yeah, Alaska was the 49th state. Tomorrow's a big Hawaii Five O. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I think number 49, the only baseball player I could think of that came to mind is honestly Ron Guidry. Ron Guidry played for the Yankees. Now, I hated the Yankees in the 70s. There he is. They nicknamed him Louisiana Lightning. I think he won a gold glove for that play alone. Oh, I know who that ump is at first. Oh, that guy calling him. Oh, the big heavy set guy. Lucci, Luca, Frank, Lucchese. That umpire called him out. I could tell by just looking at him. And there he is. That's, uh, that's Monument. What do they call that? Monument Park? Monument Park, yeah. Used to be in the field of play at it, the original Yankee Stadium. Was it really? It was like on the center field fence. It was kind of set back, but you could hit a ball that rolled all the way up there in the old, the old, old Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, before the remodel. They're on the Yankee 70s. Stadium 3 right now. Yeah, right, call it, it is. Too. But yeah. anyway, Ron Gidry, he's in the Yankee Hall of Fame. Now, I remember this. I didn't even look this up. I'm 99% positive. 1978, he went 25-3. and three. 25 wins, 3 losses. And on Monday or Friday nights, I would watch a Dodger game or an Angel game when we lived in LA and I was starting to follow baseball and it was an angel game one night. And this is how I found out about Ron Guidry. He pitched against the angels and I think he struck out like 15, 16 batters. And it was the first time I had seen a crowd at a ball game, start that clapping to get, you know, with two strikes. Uh, and I don't know if it was for Ron Guidry, if that's where it started, that's where it started for me. So I remember, and he struck out, it was like Don Baylor, Bobby Gritch, all these great angels. And I had RC Cola cans. Have you heard of RC? There we go. And our love of Coke Zero, RC Cola was big in the 70s. And they had these baseball player cans, Alex. And you could get it. So you'd, you'd, a soda was like, I don't know, what was it? Probably a nickel? 45 cents. Yeah, it was like a quarter, a quarter, 45 cents, something like that. So I'd get these cans and there'd be baseball players on them. Now, I saved these cans. I'm talking like 20 cans. So I had them uh, in Los Angeles as a kid. Took them to Pittsburgh when we moved. Moved numerous times in Pittsburgh. Uh, moved to L.A. They made the move. I've had them in, a, in like a box with baseball cards, stuff like that. So I finally get to one of my most recent places in L.A. I'm like, I'm going to go on eBay and see how much these are worth. Under a dollar each no can. No way. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a profit. Yeah, that is a profit. They're like under a dollar. I, these, these cans have traveled tens of thousands of miles. I've had them for 40 years. They're worth like a dollar. I'll tell you what. RC Cola is still around. You want to know how I know that? How? 
when the Penguins opened up Consol Energy Arena, now PPG yeah. Paints Arena. Yeah. Their food and beverage deal that they signed initially, not with Coke, not with Pepsi, <laughs> with RC Cola, I swear to God. And that it lasted it. one season. And I believe, did it stand for Royal Crown? No, it can't be Royal Crown. <laughs> just, I mean, it? people probably put Crown Royal Crown in the Royal. Royal. Yeah. RCCR, yeah. I know what that, but it was RC Cola. Have you ever had RC Cola? Yes, I have. Look up these cans. I'm telling you, I had uh, all these cans and they're worth nothing. Did you ever sell any of your baseball cards or did you keep I all did. of those? I, I've sold some cards. Now, I'll tell you what. When I first moved to LA, so um, the year was at 98 uh, McGuire Sosa home run race. Okay. I think it was 98. So I had a Mark McGuire rookie card. Mark McGuire's rookie card was him on the Olympic team in 84, I think. Yeah, yeah. 84. So it was him in like American hat and, and he was hot, right? He's, he's him and Sosa are gone. So I went over, I went over to the card shop in North Hollywood and I, I had my, my binder with all my good cards, some Ripken rookie cards, some Gwyn, some Ricky Henderson. He goes, really want these right here, these McGuire cards. All right. I'm like, how much? And now I knew looking in a Beckett's guide, they were worth like, I thought like a hundred bucks or maybe even more because I'll give you like 30 bucks. I'm like, what? I'm like, now I had no money for food. I sold one or two of them. So I got like 60 bucks and I went to the grocery store and I bought a hamburger helper. <laughs> Be stroking up. Uh, it's probably some Cokes, probably some regular Cokes or Diet Dr. Peppers. And I, I ate off of it for weeks, but I sold them. Right. And I was like, ah, well, you know, I need it. It was, I was in a pinch, you know, and then McGuire and the steroids comes out and the card price plummets to like a dollar. So I won. Savvy business. Savvy, right yeah. Now, was this before or after your appearance on the game show debt? <laughs> this is uh <laughs> This was after my appearance on Debt. Debt, I went on uh, in like 97, nah, 96 or 97, and I won $14,106. Yeah. Got, got a check for 14106 and it was a big moment, right? It was exciting. Put it in the bank, and I lived off that for years. And you're supposed to pay taxes, which statute of limitations, they can't get me, right? Yeah, I didn't pay many taxes. On. Well, I wasn't making much. It counts as income. So, yeah, I won that money, and then I guess I burned through that. And like three years later, 14 grand doesn't last three years usually, but I made it stretch. Especially nowadays. I was living with my cousin Greg for free, but yeah. So anyway, I saw my McGuire cards. Yeah. So that's it though. You have the rest of your cards? I do or? have a lot of good cards left. And I still have like some mold. I collected 77, 78, 79, 80, uh, probably from 77 to like 87. And then I started stand up on the ride. Just a lot. But I had like probably 10,000 baseball cards. Wow. Because my brother has all of my dad's cards. And I know you Ooh. and him were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he... He wants my help to, you know, put them on eBay or there's an app called Whatnot. I don't know if you've heard of it. I, I, it shows up in my TikTok, this guy that you can see how much cards are worth. Yeah, it keeps showing up because I opened it once, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's that's pretty a cool. People do these live shows and they just, and they auction them off right there. So, you don't have to wait, you know, online for people to bid. People ah. just bid right there in real time. Oh, wow. And so, oh, wow. No, I don't yeah, know about that that's one. an option. I'll have to show you. Plus, plus on TikTok, I, I just see uh, the people do the live rips. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The those, live rip when they open cards. Those are fun. I'm fascinated yeah. by it. I didn't I think watched a guy cool. open a 1988 pack of Fleer baseball cards yesterday. He got a Benny DiStefano, which was the Italian catcher the Pirates had, and he was a left-hander. I think the last left-handed catcher, which is very awkward and rare. Um, and he opened up a couple. He had Bob Walk in there. He had a couple Pirates in there. But, uh, I mentioned Pittsburgh, Jerry. I'm there sorry. I'm only allowed to talk about Pittsburgh. What's the over-under? I am only supposed to get Ooh. one? Yeah, that's already two. We're going to go. We're going to go way We're over going today. over. We're going over. We're doing it live. We're going over. Especially with the uh, collage. All right. Well, let's do the collage. All right. So we got a collage. Oh, Larry McWilliams? Not no, on Larry that McWilliams one. No. You'll like this right. one. So we got number 40. It's our show 49. We like to do the collages. Even in Ryan's absence, Matt has done a collage. Yeah, Timmy Wakefield. All right. Tim Wakefield. 
knuckleballer who sadly just passed away about five or six months ago. Mm-hmm. I think he ended with an even 200 wins, if I'm not mistaken, just for Boston maybe. And he had like 200 wins. Uh, boy, the 92 playoffs, had he pitched game seven, you never know what would happen. Maybe, well, Drebeck was amazing. But anyway, Bobby Mitchell? Hall of Famer there on the bottom right, yep. yeah. Cleveland. Uh, who else? Ron Guidry. Uh, Jamie Moyer. He wore number 49 for the first four years of his like 22-year career. Jamie Moyer, left-handed pitcher. And I believe this won more games after 40 than before 40 or something ridiculous or after 35. Uh, the guy played forever. He must have been – he was in his mid to late 40s, right? When he oh, retired. Yeah. He's he 61 nowadays. What's that? He's 61 nowadays. He's 61. He last pitched when he was 49 in 49. 2012. Yeah. He pitched till he was 49. Oh, and today's 49. Bingo. So 49. He wore 49. He pitched till he was 49. And he was just throwing soft stuff up there. Me and Nagel were talking about him one night. He's like, I can't believe more. But I think he won more games after 35 than he did before. Uh, he stayed around forever. He's also the all-time leader in home runs allowed. Is he really? 522. You pitch that long and you throw up wiffle balls like that. Yeah, yep. it's going to happen. And then I thought you'd like this last one. Do you do you recognize the name Dwayne Woodruff? Are you kidding me? That's the, the, When I woke up and I saw number 49, the first thing I see is Dwayne Woodruff. So 1979 so, to 1990. Do you know what he's up to nowadays? I don't know, but I met him when I was a kid. What is he up to? He's a judge. Is he really? He ran for Supreme Court in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's a judge in the Pittsburgh judge area. Judge Woodruff. Why yeah. do I think maybe I have heard that now that you mentioned that? Um, no, that was the first number I actually thought of, but uh, because Jerry has put me on a, a strict... Pittsburgh diet on the show. <laughs> a pitch count. A pitch count. There you go. Because I said uh, Friday's show. He was like, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. I know, Jerry. Jerry wants to say the F word again. I know he does. Anyway, um, no, Dwayne Wood. I met Dwayne Woodruff, Woodruff when I was a kid at a mall. Mall signing. It was very exciting. But uh, yeah, I thought, of, all right, there's show 49. Okay. I Let's, thought we were just oh. going to talk about um, great players who played for the 49ers. Oh, that oh, would have been too about easy. 49ers. They we all have it on the that. helmet. Could have done that. That would have yeah. been good. Who's your favorite 49er of all time? Um, Joe Montana. Joe Montana from Western Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh. Jerry, I'm sorry, but he's from the Pittsburgh area. He went to Monongahela High School, I believe. Played at Notre Dame. Uh, Brent Jones. I also believe he has ties to the Pittsburgh area. Brent Jones. I I liked Roger Craig was a running back when I was a kid who should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way, NFL committee. The guy was, I think he had 1,000 yards receiving and rushing in the same season. And he was the the first guy. He was SMU, right? It was him and uh, Eric Dickerson. No, that's uh, Craig James. That's I'm getting my Craig mixed up. That's the white guy, Roger Craig, not white. Getting my Craig mixed uh, up. He was unbelievable. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why he's not, but uh, other 49ers. I oh Dwight Clark when I was a Mm -hmm. kid. Dwight Clark who made the catch, number eighty-seven. Matt, you have one. 49er? I was thinking Dwight Clark. I don't necessarily have a favorite. I mean, McCaffrey's moving up the list, even though he hasn't been there long. I would say Montana, Bosa, Steve Young. Yeah, Steve Young was great. Now, speaking of McCaffrey, I remember about halfway through the season, I was going to take a futures bet on McCaffrey to win the MVP, and I didn't. Uh, he was he was like fifth or sixth. I don't know what he is now, but if you took a futures bet on the MVP, who would you take as a futures bet? NFL MVP route, because it's, uh, it's up in the air. Dak Prescott probably took a hit last night. He mm-hmm. did take a hit He last took a hit night. last night, but you got Jalen Hurts, who hasn't been playing. I'd say McCaffrey and Purdy might be I your know, leading, too. the same team. It, well, especially after the Dolphins yesterday kind of proved – Hey, we're still good without Tyree Kill, right? Even though they beat the Jets. I mean, uh, beat and at, the Jets. But yes, I know. Hey, that's an elite defense, so they <laughs> had true. to be careful. You're right, Alex. No, you're right. You're right. That is a good defense. At most books, Brock Purdy is the minus money favorite right now. Is he really? Yeah. God, I wonder what the lowest round draft pick to ever win an MVP is. He was seventh round, right, Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't think an MVP is less, well, Brady, I guess. Brady's right? sixth round, though. So there you go. That 199. Probably, I bet you it's Brady. It's up there.
Well, yeah, I was um, campaigning for Brock Purdy weeks ago. Remember, we you had were. that conversation. I, we did, yeah. But now at that price, you don't want to take it. But he, I mean, how can you not give it to Brock Purdy? I mean, McCaffrey, yes, but Brock Purdy, he's the one who makes the engine go. All right, Ryan. Uh, RC Cola was his dad's first job. Oh, Ryan's watching the show. Go figure. Ah, Ryan McCormick. Ryan, we miss you as always. Um, does this mean I have to make another video running through the... <laughs> the South Point parking lot when Ryan comes back. Did you see that, Matt, by the chance? Well, I did, yeah. I mentioned you in that. I'm always, uh, I'm always down to edit some stuff. his dad's first job. Wow. Uh, Frank Mergy Timberlake and Beal were at the rodeo, by the way. Oh, wow. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake's under a lot of, lot of scrutiny. Did you hear what about happened? this? I no. did see this. Okay, he opened the Fountain Blue. Yes. Now, have you been over there yet? No. Don't wait for it to die down, right? Yes. I haven't oh. even been to Durango yet. So. I, know, I haven't been to Durango either, although, Matt, you were at the Durango. Yeah, it's beautiful. Smaller, but beautiful. Right, and you, got some, you put something in your wallet there I from did. The Durango. Put I some did. money in there. So the Fountain Blue, they hired Justin Timberlake to open it and perform. They Rumor is they paid him $6 million. $6 million. What? Yeah. Yeah, he got $6 million to do a show. A lot of clips of the show. He does all the old hits. And then he posted a picture of him and Jessica Biel walking to their room after the show. And everyone went, that carpet looks familiar. He stayed at the Wynn. Oh, my God. So they had to pull it down. The wind kind of had fun with it, ripping on the fountain blue, like, oh, yeah, you get paid six million. And he still stayed at the wind because the carpeting in the hallway of he and Jessica Beale walking out, it was the wind. So he pulled it off his social media, but people had already had it up there. So if you get paid six million dollars, stay there. If I'm you pay me six million dollars to stay at a Motel 6, I'm staying at the Motel 6. I don't I don't understand why they didn't have his room booked and everything, though. I don't in, know. In I know he's done He's done stuff. He you would think he'd have the penthouse for the yeah. night. Um, yeah. There, there is a weird subset of people, both online and in person, that are obsessed with Las Vegas casino carpets. Have you Have you noticed this? Yeah. There, there are people that recognize <laughs> they'll, they'll get like a corner of the carpet. And they're like, oh, yep, that's the Bellagio. Yeah. The, they, it's crazy what people recognize like that. <laughs> I want to go to that meeting. I want to sit in with those people and party with them. Well, you know, the carpet in the Imperial Palace back in 82. Now that was carpet. Um, by the way, we've talked about this before. The carpet is uh, its not easy on the eyes, so it directs your head and your eyes, diverts your eyes from the floor and into the slot machines and the tables. That's, that's not a hidden secret. Am I giving away facts here? Am I giving away? Nothing that's not already out there. Jerry, start my car after the show. Um. Yeah, not that that's already out there. All right, so did we open up Fast Takes? I think Ann already ran the graphic. We're doing it anyway. All right, begin. There we go. We've already been doing Fast Takes for the whole show, pretty much. Uh, I'm glad you guys are both here. Nailed it or failed it? How did your weekend go for you, Alex? Nailed it or failed it? Pretty good. Totals um, were pretty good. I went 2-1 and one on Saturday because of the Colts and Steelers. Yes. I Matt knows I've been riding the Colts overs in this game. I was like, <laughs> nope, we're going under. Lost by the hook. What happened on that game? Yeah. yeah well, you tell me. I know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jerry. Jerry, cover yours. Jerry, earmuffs. The Steelers blew that game. They're at 13 nothing. So I turned it off with two minutes to go because the Colts were running the clock out. Yes. Now, the genius that Tomlin is with time management called a timeout, forcing them to run and therefore get the first down. So on the fourth down, they kicked a field goal, uh, taking the score from 27-13 or 40 points. Yeah. To 30-13 final 43, where the over was... 42 and a half. 42 and a half. Yeah, 42 and a half. So uh, you, you said you walked into a restaurant or what happened? Yeah, so I <laughs> literally parked, looked at the score, knew it was under the two like, minutes. Right. I was like, okay, I'm going in. Right. right when I got in there, there was a TV on, and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a brutal loss right there. Um, but we did our Farley Parlay. Uh, Ryan, who's sick, but... Uh, by the way, Ancient Mary... Yeah. <laughs> The Ancient Mariner, Jamie Moyer's nickname, says uh, B-Town Dummy. 
His 48-hour fastball was mesmerizing. Why couldn't you go 49 mile an hour? That's the theme of oh, the show. That would have been too perfect. Eh, Christian, he's not, he's not the funniest or brightest guy. Um, yeah, we did a Farley Parlay. Uh, Ryan had the Bears. He had no. the Giants. He had the Giants. Yeah, the Giants did not. Oh, there it is. I What's got the, the ticket right here. What's the ticket, Matt? Read so the it. ticket was Vikings Bengals over 40 and a half. Uh, they, they tied in Boise State plus five and a half in the L.A. Bowl. And Giants plus five and a half. Okay, so Alex, being the expert she is, she won hers. I'm, I got very lucky as well. Mine was the first game going on, yeah. and we needed 21 points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Thank you, Bengals, for showing up and Jake Browning doing what he does. So let, we got there. And let's talk about my loss, the UCLA-Boise uh, State game. Boise State was in that game, first half. Then UCLA just goes nuts in the second half. Boise State just collapses. And, uh, yeah, so I lose that one. And, of course, Ryan, halfway through, just puts a red X and texts a red X to me. Like, you're a loser. Then, Ryan, maybe he's ducking me, Alex. Because in the, the text thread with Alex and I, Ryan goes, Hey, Frank, when is the last time you won a leg of the Farley Parlay? Talking smack. I was like. Yeah. Yeah, Alex, yeah, she was afraid to return. I'm not in this. Uh, again, in this remember the first couple anymore? months of the show? Yes, Mr. Nicotero. Welcome, Mr. Nicotero. <laughs> Would you like a water? Would you like room temperature? Chilled, Mr. Nicotero? What could we do for you, Mr. Nicotero? Now it's, yeah, whatever. When's the last time you had a winner? <laughs> yeah, Alex, I'm talking to you. Or Ryan. Alex is here. <laughs> Ryan being a jerk to me now. I don't know. I think you've had a few misses, too. Anyway, we both missed. Well, now we know he was sick. Yeah. Well, me? he's just sick over that loss, apparently. At least my loss was close. My cl I was in my game. What You're happened to there. Tommy DeVito? Happened to DeVito. Got whacked. He didn't play well at all. Uh, I had one bet. What did I? I had a a, a parlay. I won. I close. I had a parlay sitting in my open bets, and uh, it was from a Laker game, and a it was from like early November. I know. So I closed it with the Lions, and I won. So there you go. Lions. I, Lions look good. I was on the Lions too. That was my only spread bet. Yeah, boy, they looked really good. Um, yeah. So there's nailed it or failed it. We missed on the Farley. Yeah, we we didn't do well, but we'll get it back. Yes, we will. Friday, we'll be a, we're a Christmas Christmas parlay. Yes. All right, very good. Uh, all right, let's go to, uh, yeah, Fast Takes. Uh, Matt, uh, what are we starting with again? You can go with uh, Ty, Cobb? Ty Cobb if you want. Ty yeah. Cobb. We're going to go ahead and talk about Ty Cobb, probably one of the greatest hitters of all time. Oh, no, no. I want to back up to that parlay. Sorry, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, yes. Okay, speaking of parlays, there's a guy. Go ahead and show this. This gentleman online has a six-bet parlay. So he's hit five of the six, and DK Metcalf. He needs an anytime touchdown tonight from DK Metcalf. Now and the, it'll pay him over $58,000. Yeah, the bet 600 to net 58000 plus. And then uh, the next one is this offer for a, a cash out. So yeah, again, he's in, for, he's in for 600 bucks. He's in for 600 He's in for 600 And the next so leg... Explain the, what a cash out is. What a lot of these sites do is if you're really close... Alex, maybe you could explain. Yeah. Alex might be better. And it's one thing that really isn't offered at a, at right. a lot of the books in no, Nevada right, exactly. at, at all, right? Right. No, it's not. But I out think of state. Uh, William Hill is starting to a little okay. bit. Okay. But or Caesars okay. are together, but yeah. So if if they think you're going to win, <laughs> yeah. then they they offer you a price, right? So well, and and, and case out. in point for this one, if you look at the graphic again, he's in for six hundred bucks. If he wants right now, he can cash out for over sixteen grand. <sighs> now the the DK Metcalf anytime touchdown is at plus one seventy, which is actually not bad odds yeah. by itself for a yeah. DK Metcalf touchdown. Um, I, I don't know about you. We were talking about this before the show. If I'm this guy, I let it ride. I have in my notes to talk about today okay. on this show or with the Sports yeah. on the Book with Jeff Parles, take DK Metcalf anytime, anytime touchdown. touchdown. Yes. So you're telling this guy to ride it. Ride it. I mean, he's had one 
in three of his last four games, including the three against the Cowboys. Okay. And yeah, that's the right. Eagles are giving up the second most passing touchdowns. So And they have a banged up secondary. They, they do. Both they starting play. cornerbacks right. are out. Yep. Uh, uh, one of the safeties is out too, right? Um, Darius Slay. Yeah, Darius Slay is out. So they've yep. got at least three starting Defensive backs not playing. I really like DK tonight. Yeah, I let the guy. I mean, I, I would let it ride. All right. I mean, sixteen grand would be a nice cash out. Buy Even some if Christmas it's presents, Drew Luck, because we saw Drew Luck last yeah. week against the Niners. He did well, and Metcalf had a touchdown. And he's going to need a safety the blanket. The tough thing is, there's no way to hedge this, right? Yeah. When you have a player yeah, right. Prop. You can't. Well, it's six hundred dollars for sixteen. Yeah, you can't hedge that bet at all. But it's going to be exciting. I'm actually going to watch the game tonight, obviously, and I'm rooting for this guy. And yeah. I'm going to bet DK Metcalf. So I'm going to do it. Jump I'll, in with him. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm part of it. You know, I, yes. got, I got 58 grand on the line, baby. And this guy could be a jerk for all we know. We don't even know this guy. What's his name? Andy Slater or something? I think that was just the guy talking about the bet. I don't know oh, if that, that was, that was his bet Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we're rooting for you, dude. I hope you get it. Uh, Ryan McCormick, who's absent from school today. You better have a note from your lovely mother, who now follows me, by the way, on Twitter. So hello, uh, Mrs. Ryan. Uh, <laughs> he said Matt has also already mentioned Pittsburgh. So Jerry, I, Jerry, I don't know what to do, man. I give us Monday. I said that. Yeah. At, at the end of the show Friday, I go. Let's start Tuesday Thank because you. the Steelers play on Saturday. We have a lot to talk about. What do you? Jerry goes. That's five times. Yeah, but it's already been like five times. We're due for maybe one or two more. I know it's good. There's one. I can guarantee one more. Can we set the over under at seven and a half? I'll stay under. Fair. So I get two. <laughs> two more uh all right only two more uh, another comment thank you ryan who else uh lucky man my brother got two hits off of jamie moore in the division three college world series uh do we have any black and white or kinescope footage of that because as we know jamie moyer must have pitched that must have been forever ago um they were at the rodeo though a little far from me from north Carolina, a little more oh i see oh i'm here <laughs> the show's the best when alex is on someone wrote Mindar. Mindar is a regular. Thank you, uh, Mindar. We love having Alex here. She'll be back on Friday. Um, Pittsburgh is the five-timers. All right, shut up, Christian. All right, so anyway, <laughs> uh, Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb would have, was born in 1886, so that he would be 137 years old today. Ty Cobb was uh, a feared baseball, but one of the best hitters. He also separated his hands. Now, when I played wiffle ball as a kid, it was very strange. I think that baseball card actually kind of shows it. He separated his hands, which, of course, you're supposed to keep your hands together when you're hitting. But he left a little gap there. I don't know what it did for him, but he had 4,000 hits. Uh, not a nice man, apparently. There was a movie, Cobb, where Tommy Lee Jones played Ty Cobb. And Robert Wool played uh, uh, Stump. The, the, the Stumpy. He called him Stump. The guy who wrote a biography that I read as a kid. And I was like, man, they got to make a movie. Because Ty Cobb lived a fascinating life. He apparently said that he was attacked by a mugger and he killed him. So they checked records years later. And there was a, an, a, a man found in the alley where he said, dead. And Ty Cobb said he was stabbed by the guy, but he pistol whipped him to death. So he might have killed that guy. Oh, my God. I know. But he's in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose is not. <laughs> Ty Cobb also was being heckled by a fan one day at a game. Heckled, heckled. And he kept threatening the guy. I'll come in there. Yeah. Goes in there and beats the guy. And it turns out the, the story is the guy had no hands or arms or no legs. Well, if you don't have arms, <laughs> can't have If you don't have hands, you don't. I'd whatever. be weirded out if he had hands with no arms. Yeah, yeah exactly. So And then he beat this guy. Uh, but yeah, he, he was he was a hated baseball player. If you watch the movie Field of Dreams, um, they're like, yeah, Ty Cobb wanted to come, but we didn't let him. <laughs> Ray Lota. Then he does the Goodfellas chuckle. Um, but yeah, hey, hey, Goodfellas. But uh, Ty Cobb, but here's here's why, why he's smart. He was the Georgia Peach, was his nickname. Invested in a little company called Coca-Cola with a lot of his money. And when he died, Ty Cobb, he was worth like 12 to 13 million. 
which with inflation, with the stock splits, if you had it, it's $2 billion in stocks. He would have been worth like $2 billion from Coca-Cola because Coca-Cola comes from Atlanta. So yeah, he bought into that and he also bought into, oh damn, there was another stock he bought. It was uh, Coke and like another blue chip or whatever, but Coke and Chick-fil-A. I think it was Chick-fil-A. <laughs> it wasn't Chick-fil-A. But G anyway, uh, very savvy. General Motors. General Motors. Jeez, it was GM. So, so I mean, you, don't, gonna... you don't have to be nice to be smart is the moral of the story. There you go. There you go. But yeah, he died a very, very rich man. Very hated man, but a great baseball player. Speaking of great baseball players, the current MVP, Ronald Acuna Jr., turns 26. He's only 26. Seems like he's been in the league for like seven years, it's eight incredible. years. You forget that a lot of these players out of the Caribbean and especially the, yeah. the Dominican can get signed when they're 16 years old. So he's 26. Right. He's been a pro baseball player for 10 years. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Although sometimes with the birth certificates, could be he could be 28 or 29. Uh, there was a player, Alejandro Pena, a relief pitcher for the Dodgers and Pirates. Uh, <laughs> the Pirates signed him late in his career. And this was when they cracked down on, on finding out the real ages and real names of players. And he was actually three years older. So his birthday was in like February or March during spring training. So they gave him four birthday cakes. <laughs> like, here, we missed these that three or four. He wasn't like 38. He was actually like 41 or 42. Miguel Tejada, I think, the shortstop for the A's in Baltimore. They busted him on camera doing an interview. They're like, how old are you? And he went, uh, this is no more. And he left. So You remember uh, Fausto Carmona from Cleveland? Yeah, but his real name is... Um, yeah. uh, Roberto Perez or something yeah, like something. that. Yeah, but yeah, right. he was, he was Fausto using, Carmona for a while. Yeah, he was using a fake name and a fake birth certificate. But uh, happy birthday, Ronald Cunha, if you are 26. The guy did hit 40 homers, 70 stolen base. It was 40-70, which no one had ever done. Now, I want to say today is National Twin Day. You don't have a twin. My brother is born on the same day as me, three years no oh, way. after me to the day. So is there a name for that? It's kind of like yeah, kind of twinsies. Twinsish. Yeah. Today's National Twins Day, and the reason I bring up National Twins Day is because my twin is also celebrating <laughs> a birthday. Brad Pitt, the loudest laugh from Alex White ever on this show. <laughs> when I say my twin, Brad Pitt, she's literally still laughing. Put why is she not on camera? Show her on camera laughing at me. Thank you, Ann, our director, who's the best. Don't yell at me. I'm sorry, I wasn't yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Never yell at Ann. Ann keeps it, Ann's the glue to this show. Uh, anyway, Brad Pitt, happy 60th birthday to Brad Pitt. How does he fit in the show? Well, he was in Moneyball. Moneyball, which was Ryan's favorite sports movie when we did favorite sports movies, uh, which is a great movie. Also, you want to talk about sports? He was in Fight Club, but I don't know. Statue of Limitations. I think we can talk. We can talk about Fight Club? Because the first rule of Fight Club is... Well, you're related to him, so you get to decide. I know. I, anyway, BP, happy 60th. I haven't sent a gift yet. Uh, one more. This is a Pittsburgh mention, Jerry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. This is my sixth one. Christina Aguilera's birthday today. Uh, Christina Aguilera. By the way, when I was a kid, I used to see her sing the national anthem all the time. You'd show up to Three Ravers and be like, oh, here's little Christina Aguilera uh, you know, from North Hills, and she'd sing national anthem. And I remember hearing her on the radio when her first song was out. Hi, it's Christina Aguilera, and you're listening to Kiss 102.7. Here's my song. Then, like four years later, she was on the radio. Hola, this is Christina Aguilera. She became very Latina. Uh, she's from Pittsburgh. There's like one Taco Bell in the whole city. She's not very Latina. But anyway, uh, we have footage of Christina Aguilera. I do, because this is one of my favorite Christina Aguilera moments. Okay. This is from the 2002 MTV Video Music Awards. Her and Eminem were... Uh, Oh, yeah. Beefing at the time. Okay. Watch this. This is okay, great. Okay, here we go. What's up, Whoa. New York City? Yeah, that's what you're talking about, the accent. See? Video Music Award for Best Male Video, a category where five good men are easy So I'm guessing Eminem is up for this award? <laughs> yep. Interesting. Eminem. <laughs> okay, and look yeah. at his face. Look at that face. 
He doesn't want to go up. Not one bit. And we had, we had to cut it down, but there's another uh, probably minute and a half of him going up there. And he says something to her when she hands him the award. Oh, yeah, because Fred Durst. Uh, yeah. It's in that song. Christina Aguilera, who Carson Daly, and Fred Durst. I think he's yeah. married to Kim. Hee <laughs> hee. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so anyway, here's the thing I'm going to say about it. This is a little game for anyone who wants to play. Ann and Jerry, you're in on this. Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. Went to North Allegheny for a couple years. My high school in Pittsburgh. Way after me, of course. My, my rival high school Your rival. You're Pine Richland. Okay. So anyway. Christina Aguilera, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. If you start Googling, don't Google it yet. Christina Aguilera smells like, it's a food. What do you think the food item is? Take a guess. I'm thinking something pungent. I'm going to say curry. Okay. I thought you were going to give us a. Uh, I'm not going to give you multiple choice. No. Okay, multiple I'll give choice. it. Is it. Is it flowers, hot dogs, chocolate, or a fourth one? It's got to be the fourth one. What do you think she smells like, apparently? Flowers, of course. Google it. Start Googling it right now. Christine Aguilera smells like? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. It's hot dogs. Did you already Google it? (laughs) You guessed. All right, and guess. Apparently, she smells like hot dogs, ladies and gentlemen. If you start Googling, Christine Aguilera smells like hot dogs. Oh, yeah? My cousin went to school with her and told me this. It's a fascinating fact. Fascinating. Interesting. I love Christine Aguilera. I love Christine Aguilera. She has a beautiful voice. She kind of was overshadowed, came at the same time as Britney Britney Spears, you know, but- Beautiful voice. And you're saying beautiful, which was probably one of her best songs. I am beautiful. Yes. I am beautiful. She does this a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, final good, sports bit. Final. We're going to do this Mantis thing before we bring Chris Andrews in. Yeah, watch this. Uh, okay. So IUPUI is Indiana University of Purdue University of Indianapolis. Not to be confused with IUP, Indiana of University of Pennsylvania, two and a half hours from Pittsburgh, Jerry. Uh, the home of Jimmy Stewart, by the way. Anyway, so this guy, I don't know if you saw this, Alex. He's kind of a social media guy. He worked with Barstool Sports. Chris, you'll love this too. He tried to check into a college basketball game, and he goes to the scorer's table wearing a LeBron James uniform. So like, there's a little chaos. He's at the scorer's table. It pans over here in a second. Okay. So here he is trying to check in in a LeBron outfit, and the coach goes, no, we'll, we'll bring you back some other. You got to get off the court, dude. So he said, I'm going to go in. Then he says to the players, I got you. What's up? And they kicked him out. So he tried to check into a game. He got close. And if you go online, you can look at Mantis, and there's audio of him trying to check into the game. He has a LeBron uniform on. What? I don't know. He, he tried. Like it. He got pretty uni. far. He got to the scorer's table to check in, and uh, almost pulled it off. Watch it. Watch it from the beginning here. I want you to notice these two kids in the stands as well. Yeah, those are his buddies. Right uh, here, those kids in the yeah. top middle. They They're see screaming. what's going on. They're screaming LeBron. They're like, "Oh my God, LeBron James is in Indianapolis!" Because he's wearing the LeBron uniform. There's a clip of that with audio, so you can Google. Look at the ref. Look at the ref behind the player, by the way, looking over like, ah, come on. We're so close to getting this game over with. Can we just get out of here? Who's this nerd doing this? Anyway, that was pretty funny. All right, you can close up Frank's Fast Takes if you'd like. We could do that. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. There you go. Billy Gardell, someone heard that. All right, checking live comments. My brother. Oh, so lucky, man. Future baseball player, Indiana State. He got two hits off of Charlie. Who's that saying? Charlie who? Charlie Green? Who's that? I'm trying to find out. Oh, Charlie Green is his name. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we got a lot of good comments. Thank you. What are our subscribers up to? We are at 881. 881. The drive for nine. 900 by the end of the week. Jeez. Anyway, we're going to bring in Chris. Should we just go to a commercial? Just bring him in. Chris is here. Let's bring him in. Chris Andrews is here, ladies and gentlemen. Sports director of the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And his hometown is what, Jerry? I think we know. (laughs) I think we know. Jerry's throwing his arms up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and Alex, our sports betting analyst, she knows me so well. She said, Frank, don't try to do the no Pittsburgh mention show 
on Monday after a Steeler game. So well, I'm going to take over really quick because I have both of you, and we're talking about Pittsburgh a lot. Okay. I found this guy at Enchant, and he was the only one, or I would have got you each one, but I figured he could just live here at the okay. studio. I'll let Frank oh my goodness. open this up. Oh, Enchant was what? The event you Enchant went to over the weekend? Enchant was the event at the Las Vegas ballpark. Over 4 million lights. It's incredible. Okay. Go check it out. We Great spot many, for we, kids. We'll they have a lot. Oh, what is this? What is oh. this made from? It's handmade. Look at this. It's, it's a little Steeler. Yeah, I thought we needed him for our studio. Yeah. Yes, we oh, do. Yeah. And then this should sure. rest on Chris's desk with his. I thought all that his too. I was stuff. like, it might actually have to. Go I get to open it. Chris no, gets to keep it. I think it should be in the studio. Really? Yes. It's probably like right on that Jared, little shelf it says right Pittsburgh there. Steelers on it, Jared. <laughs> it's like half elf, half gnome. I like it's, it. And it's there yeah. was a. Um, there was a Patriots one too there too. I was okay. like, I wonder if Matt's gone down here and checked oh, it out. They have a cool. lot of vendors this is really here. Cool. This is really cool. So, and this enchanting, I think we might have to go check out, right? It's a bunch of lights and you walk around. Bunch of lights, yes. I do think it's geared for the kids because they they did it very well. There's a lot of little things for them to step on with lights popping up and a um, okay. little kitty spot. But yeah, it's beautiful. Sounds good. I like it. Uh, thank you, Alex, for bringing yeah. that in. We'll put him with the, we'll put him with the Charlie Brown tree. He fits. Perfect. He fits. Uh, we're not even going to talk about that team's game in, from that city <laughs> in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, Chris, uh, what's going on in the sports book, man? Oh, let's talk Monday Night Football. Let's just jump into Monday Night Football real quick. We're talking about this DK Metcalf anytime touchdown. This guy's got this parlay on. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, we don't know which. Who's who, throwing? We don't know who's playing quarterback for either it's team either right either now. Team. So how do you come up with a line well, on that? Well, nonetheless, Philly's a three and a half point favorite <laughs> is all I can tell you. And I got a ton of action on the game both ways. Yeah. So, you know. I don't uh, know. I don't know. It's, Seattle, it's in Seattle, right? The yeah. 12th man. Um, Philly's banged up. I don't. Seattle, this is do or die for Seattle. Yeah. I, I, personally, I kind of like Seattle in this game. I yeah. just think it's such a big game for them that, you know, the old uh, saying, you know, the, the, the rabbit and the coyote. The coyote's running for a meal, the rabbit's running for its life. No. Seattle right now is running for its life. I've never, I thought you were going tortoise and hare on me. I've never heard coyote and. and Rabbit before. Well, I gotta educate you a little I know, bit. You what know, did they teach you at North Allegheny? Not uh, much. Oh, another Pittsburgh mention. I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm sorry. We've crossed. Uh, oh God, we're over the total. Would, would you say the Eagles are a very public bet? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. More sharps. Now, what, do, what, would you consider the time zone when they do that? Right, they're flying all the way from Philly to Seattle. Yeah. Again, Listen, it's not like they're flying like on like Southwest. They're flying. Well, in, yeah, we're <laughs> not stopping in. It's not uh, like me and you flying. <laughs> Frank, move over a little bit yeah. for God's sake. Yeah, they yeah. have nice planes, but I know no. the bodies have to adjust. But primetime games, I mean, then it's it, it's not you like you know, it means time. a little. Yeah, a you little know, bit. How much? I don't know. Probably different for different teams and different guys. You know, but it means something. But Jalen Hurts did fly separate from. He the did. Team. Yes. Yeah, because he wasn't feeling well. That makes right. yeah. That makes me think exactly that he doesn't feel well. Uh, who's the backup in Philly? Nick Foles? Who's the backup? No, it's not Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a uh, professional pickleball player right now. No he kidding. He is not. I swear to God, he won some event the other day. Have you played pickleball yet? I have. I love pickleball. I do too. Have you played, Chris? No. We got we got to do a pickleball game then. You got to, is there courts around here? Plenty. Yes. I'll play some pickleball. There's courts everywhere, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, the tennis courts are vanishing everywhere. Backup for the Eagles, Marcus Mariota. Oh, That's Mariota. Right. Should have known right. that offhand. That's not a bad backup. Yeah, pretty I don't good. Know. So, pretty good player. Yeah, pretty good player. The Steelers were talking. To, oh, I mentioned it again, Jerry. I'm sorry. They wanted him, but they didn't get him. So, all right. So, uh, Alex, is there anything you like tonight? You want to talk about some stuff? I'm with Chris. I lean towards the Seahawks here. I'm kind of waiting to see who is starting the quarterback position for both. But like he said, backs against the wall. Plus, I mean, Pete Carroll, everybody always talks about your coach, but no one really talks about Pete Carroll. And in his 13 seasons, they've made it to the playoffs in 10 of those. So, 
This is a must-win game. I think they can win outright if they do win this one. They've got the wow. Cardinals, the Titans, and the Steelers up next. Oof. So, yeah, big game for them. I know it is tough, though. Betting on the Eagles, that's why, I mean, to cover the number. Because the Eagles yeah. have lost two in a row. You, you don't are wearing, see them the Eagles. You are wearing Eagles green, by the way, though. It's also the color. Probably not on purpose. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the Eagles really have lost a little incentive. They they really have a clear path to winning the division, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to get that number one seed, though, right? The Niners have that lock. Well, that, 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 that still remains to be seen. There's a couple games left. You know, don't count on anything. I know. Well, well, the Niners play Baltimore, right? Yeah. Next, yeah. next Monday night, there's three games because it's Christmas Day, Monday, November, <laughs> December 25th. And right now, San Francisco's five and a half point favorites over Baltimore. Boy, I, I like the I like the Niners in that early. I don't know. That's I know it's too early to tell, but yeah, my name my numbers came to six and a half, so I guess I favor them a little. But like I said, power ratings just gives you a place to start. Okay, both of you, what do you make of the um, Patricia news now taking over for the defensive <laughs> side for the Eagles? Weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. Weird. And you know, I've seen three pictures. I've seen the story mentioned on three different media outlets, and every picture he always has the pencil in the ear. Yeah, that's his look. That's his hook. It's always this, and he would shove it up in the hat. You know, they do it in the hat. Better than my dad used to have the cigarette in his ear. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he roll his own? Uh, he did on at times. Yeah, yeah, right. I saw. I saw my dad. While I'm like, oh, he's rolling his own cigarettes. So I'm like, oh, that's a joint. Okay. Anyway, my dad was a DJ. He, it was legal back then in the '70s. <laughs> think it was but my dad had that uh all right so it is christmas we're one week from christmas chris uh you love christmas we all love christmas um we want to talk about our favorite christmas movies or christmas songs i think we have both all right so are we going to my list first is this you my want to start with you sure I, i'll do mine in no particular order i guess i did do them one two three but i have a christmas story i i said it the other day christmas story which plays 24 hours on tbs or tnt you can watch it i always like to check it out I went Bad Santa, small appearance by our boy Billy Gardell in there. Yeah. Now, again, this is not a family film, Bad Santa. It is a very hard R-rated film. Definitely not a family Oh, my God. But it is hysterical. Now, there's also a sequel, Bad Santa 2, that is funny. Of course, it's not the original, but the original Bad Santa, I saw in the theater with my sister, and uh, we, we were crying. We were laughing so hard, and it's become a really weird, demented Christmas tradition. And Die Hard. I'm, I'm throwing Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Let it snow plays during the end credits. Come out to the coast for Christmas. Have a few less. I'm going. That's Nakatomi Plaza. Going Die Hard number three. Now, if Die Hard is, is a Christmas movie for that reason, is Goodfellas a Christmas movie for the same reason? They do have a Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. Now, that was just my... Th this whole movie took place over the course of one night, which was Christmas, whereas Goodfellas took... Oh, yeah, that was 30, 30 All right. years. All right. I'm saying no. I'm putting the kibosh on that. I almost put Just Friends in my list. Would oh, you consider that's that? a good one. Yeah, is that a Christmas movie? Yeah, that, Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris. Yeah. Oh my, oh. and uh, Amy Smart, who I was. Uh, I'm not familiar a, with that movie. What's that? I don't know that movie. Oh my god, he's a really heavy set kid. Oh, okay. And, goes back to high school. Yeah, or and it goes like back that. to high. It gets uh, Moose Jaw. They filmed it in Moose Jaw, Canada, I believe. And the temperature, all those outside scenes when he gets in the Porsche and it was like negative twenty-five oh degrees god. or something. Because I, I watched some clips of it online. It was the coldest winter like in history in Canada. Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. He talks yeah. about, he goes, that was the most miserable decision we ever made. He goes, a lot of those scenes, he goes, we, we did one take because it was just so cold. The, the, the cameras would jam up because it was so cold. He said that was one of the hardest shoots he's ever done. But that is a great movie. All right, Alex, we have your top three next. Yeah, okay. Let's see Alex's. So the classic with Tim Allen, 
um, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. One of my favorites. Four Christmases, if you've seen it. Vince oh, Vaughn's yeah. one of my yeah. favorite okay. actors. So. Yeah, well, Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. Come and, on. Yes, great together. Have to go to all the families. Yep. And everybody who has, you know, some dysfunctional family yeah. members. <laughs> I think knows. that's everybody watching. Yeah. If they're watching this show, they're. <laughs> if you're and, in the gambling, yeah, if you're probably. In the gambling yeah. world, in the entertainment world. <laughs> You you identify with that movie. And then Christmas Vacation, of Christmas course. Christmas Vacation. Because I'm not a big uh, Christmas story. I never got into that you know, one. So. Again, I saw it when I was a kid in the theater with my family, and it was a bomb. It, it played in the theater for like a week or two. We saw, And I remember telling everybody how great it was, and it's grown to cult status. Yeah. And there's a sequel that came out last year that I somehow didn't watch, so I'll have to check it out, with Peter Billingsley, uh, who's grown up now. And uh, interesting enough, Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley are best friends. Oh. They grew up together, mm-hmm. and uh, Peter Billingsley... Uh, he, if you looked at the credits on it, he might even be a producer on that because he produces a lot of Vince Vaughn stuff. And Santa Claus, if you look at the writers, written by Stephen Leo, they were a comedy team out of Chicago that I worked with a lot in Pittsburgh. Sorry, Jerry. And um, You said Steve, Chicago too, though. I know, I said Chicago. <laughs> Stephen Leo, they were a comedy team. They were the funniest act I ever worked with. I loved them. So I went up to their hotel room in Monroeville at the Funny Bone. They were staying in the Radisson. And I went in, and this was, uh, we're talking like 89 or something, so 90, whatever. And they had a computer and a printer in their room and papers everywhere. And I'm talking the printers, you know, with the paper you had to rip. And I go, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're writing a movie. And I was like, oh, what movie are you writing? They're like, well, yeah, all we can say is called The Santa Claus. It's about Santa. It's a Christmas movie. And I go, oh, yeah, sure. That'll get made, right? Whatever. Santa Claus. They wrote that. They were writing. I saw them writing it. That's a great story. Isn't that a great story? Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Leo. Uh, and, they, and I think they, they still get money because there's a TV show. Oh, now, yeah, right? sure. Yeah, because crea- characters created by so. They didn't do stand-up much longer after that. They kind of went, well, we have writer money now. All right. So, Chris, do we have your movies? I knew this one would be in there. Okay, start with Home Alone, which I think is, I mean, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It really is. I love that. And uh, what's the one I have in second? Trading Places. Trading Places. Definitely a Christmas movie. That's a Christmas movie. I gave Ryan a list of five. I I went five instead of three. Trading Places was on there. What was it? James that. Gleason is that play? That Paul guy? Gleason. I think Paul Gleason. Name. I met him one time. Oh no way! He's he plays ho- Beaks. Clarence Beaks. Clarence Beaks. You know, in every movie, he's a total jerk. Breakfast Club. He's the. He's principal. hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I got like I I spent like maybe three minutes with him. Yeah. He's hilarious. Oh, that's I love awesome. the guy. And of course, it's a wonderful life. I mean, how can you get? I know. You know, it has to be, and especially guys my age. You know, it's a wonderful life. And when he says, my, when Harry says, my brother George is the richest man in town. Yeah. How can you not get tears yeah. in your eyes oh, yeah. at that point? Can you, know, you do so. a Jimmy Stewart at all? Can you do it? No. <laughs> He's not on, even going to try. Oh, yeah. My brother George. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's as good as I can okay. do. Okay. <laughs> I knew you'd have It's a Wonderful Life. I would have been yeah, You have to. I mean, I'm sorry. You have to. Now, we talked about this when you were on the program last week or a couple weeks ago. I remember when there was a colorized version of that. Oh, it was horrible. Okay. I know. Oh. And my dad, furious. So on the TV back then... Matt, you could turn the color off. It was very, it was a little knob. You could make it go black and white and you put it to black and white. So uh, yeah, he wouldn't watch the colorized version. So I got to, I'm going to tell the honest truth. I never really watched that movie in its entirety. It would always be on TV. Yeah. Didn't watch it in its entirety until, I don't know, like five or 10 years ago. Way late in life. What's that? And said same. Same. Ladies and gentlemen, me and Ann are the same person. I hope you realize that. I didn't watch it like literally till like five, 10 years ago. And I was like, this is a wonderful movie. Frank oh, it's great. Great movie. Great. And I just saw a thing on TikTok. Now, there's a, have you seen the movie? I don't think so. I think I need to watch both of those. You got, Trading year. Places is oh, Trading Places. It's one of the funniest uh, movies of all time. Yeah. So you got to watch it. And it is that. a Christmas movie. It, it is, is a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, I still don't understand all the trading of orange juice. 
Well, that, the there's, there's, there's some uh, artistic license Okay, so you, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know that when they're yeah. buying and selling. And plus, Clarence Jamie Lee Curtis takes her top off. I was not going to mention <laughs> that, but I could just tell you that's about an hour and, and not, eight minutes in the movie. Not 70 year old. And you can freeze frame that on VHS. <laughs> and not 70, not 70 year old Jamie Lee no. Curtis, a young. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> That's a discussion for the Christmas party. I don't know if we should have I'll tell you a story about that. Very, uh, but yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, very trash. Dan Aykroyd, come on. That's PCP, Angel does. Frank, I mean, it's just, it's one of the best. But it's a wonderful life. The swimming pool where they're doing the dancing, Donna Reed and Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. And the 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 floor opens. It's a, it's a right. high school gym. And it's Beverly Hills High School. Right. And the floor opens. And underneath the basketball floor is a pool. And it still works. Someone put a video of it just yeah. recently. It still works. They resurface the floor, but it, it still it's the, the, it retracts. The basketball court retracts, and there's a pool, and there's a dancing where they're getting precariously close, and they don't realize it, and then they fall in, and everyone jumps in, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, it is a it's a wonderful movie. You have to watch it. It it really is. I bet I you mean, NBC shows it this Saturday because it used to be public domain because we owned a video store, my family, and every you could buy it for like five dollars because all these companies put it out for cheap. But then NBC somehow got the rights, and they're the only ones who showed. It used to yeah, air on every channel. Yeah, check it too. I mean, I know I've seen it on the big screen too. Oh wow! And I'm going to check and see maybe if it's playing one night this week somewhere. Yeah. You know. The over under on how many times you'll cry is uh, well one for sure. One one so one and a half. Yeah. We'll set it at one and a half. Yeah. But uh, and did you do a list or do we have Ryan's? List? I don't have a graphic, but I've got I've got a list. Go ahead. Let's hear your three. I, I, I enjoy Christmas. Here, um, uh, not enough love for the Grinch, the uh, Jim Carrey oh, yeah. remake. Yeah. I loved that one. Mm-hmm. Love that one. Uh, Christmas stories on there. Me and my family would watch that. That and my number one choice every Christmas without fail, usually multiple times. And the number one, I'm surprised that it wasn't mentioned. Uh, Elf. Yeah, oh, Will I know. Ferrell, Elf, Elf is great. Yeah, it really Elf is. is great. Yeah. And again, Elf. I, I I saw in the theater and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Me and too. Then, I, then I've watched it recently the past couple of years because she was once, and it is it is a great movie. It's a terrific movie. Just so really. many uh, quotable lines, yeah. which is a big yes. part of my lexicon anyway, is quotes from TV shows and movies. So that's yes. one of my all time favorite movies, let alone Christmas movies. And by the way, today is national. This is another national. Today is national. Answer the phone like you're in the movie Elf Day. <laughs> So remember, like he answers, yeah, yeah. Who invented that? I don't. You know how there's like what? four of these. It is. He I swear to God, look it up. He picks up the phone and says, "Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color?" That's it. That's exactly. <laughs> that's how you're supposed to answer your phone today, Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? If I did that to my friends, they would right. come and wrap me up <laughs> in a straitjacket. We got to wait till one of your uh, to to one of the sportsbook supervisors calls you about a big bet today, and they got <laughs> they got a guy on the hook for like forty grand at the counter, and you just go, yeah. "This is Chris Andrews. What's your favorite color?" And they go, "Green, the color of money. Are we winning or losing?" <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's National Answer the Phone Like uh, an Elf Day. You can type it in. The more Someone you know. tell me I'm not crazy. Um, yeah, those are good. All right, those are those are those are. I was gonna put uh, Elf is very funny. Yeah, songs. We're gonna do music. We got right. songs. Songs. Am I up first? Any you are comments up? about? Oh, any li- I people jumping in? Uh, Frank gave me a list of four more movies and six songs after he set the limit of three. Hey Ryan, why don't you take a nap? <laughs> if you're sick, if you're truly sick. Send a picture in right now to Matt. Let's see how sick you are. Probably at the Rango, rolling the dice. Yeah, right. Playing South Point, playing blackjack. Um, yeah, I send it a lot because I said, you know what? It's my. I'm. I'm the host. I'm going to do six. Why should he? Should, dude, why you can't be live commenting if you miss the show. See, he's going after you, but he's backing Alex up. He said, "Just Friends" is a Christmas movie according to Rotten Tomatoes. He's doing. Re- I, by the way, see, he got mouthy on that tweet he, or that text thread, <laughs> and now he's just coming after me, Ryan. What have I done to you? Okay. Anyway, 
I went rock Christmas songs. I went uh I went Christmas rapping by the way. It just says Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. But dun 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 dun. Spice Girls also do a version. Favorite rock song: Father Christmas by the Kinks. Father Christmas, give us some money. And then I went uh, uh, Darlene Love, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Christmas, dun, dun. you know the song. It's in Gremlins, which by the way, Gremlins a Christmas movie almost on my list. Um, David Letterman had Darlene Love on for sixteen or seventeen straight years every Christmas. He only allowed one Christmas song to be sung on the Late Late Show or the Late Show, and it was her. So every year they'd have to do a different version. They had the sax solo come out of the sky floating like an angel. Uh, every year. If you could go, you can go on YouTube after the show before you come back for Sports by the Book, which is on today at three. I got it right. Oh, uh, um, you can watch YouTube. You can just hit David Letterman, Darlene Love, and there's a compilation of like the 15 times she did it on the show. So I think Letterman helped me make that my favorite Christmas song. Those are my favorite three. Alex, why am I not shocked at one of these songs? <laughs> this is funny. Oh, my God. The are, Read your list. The song's in my head today. Go ahead. All three of us are going to be very... Um, yes, very different by generations yeah. and ages. But I do like... You got Mariah on there. Yes, of course. You have cause, to. Because it's a classic. All I want for Christmas is you. Which and she then, wrote as a teenager. She wrote it at a young age, and she wrote it. That's right. You were yeah. just talking about that last week. Yeah. And then NSYNC, of course. Oh Merry my God. Christmas. Happy Holidays. Because it's just... It's a good vibe, you know? If you're decorating or anything, you got to play that NSYNC song. And then I put this up here because if you haven't listened to Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, and Jordan, I don't know how to say his last name. Jordan Knight. No, nope, <laughs> nope, they're, they're all no, he was in, O-line uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, which goes yeah. right to the night It goes to tonight. charity, right? And they make a bunch of songs. That's my favorite. Um, Baby, Please Come Home. That's oh, the same them. song. It is. Yeah, it's the same that, song, Chris, Baby, Please so Come they Home. they remade that. It's really good. And I, I read know. somewhere that that kept Taylor Swift out of the number one slot, or Taylor kept that out of the number one uh, song on iTunes or something. It, the, Taylor Swift and the Kelseys are just in the news no matter yeah, what. Yeah. It's like it's like Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Everything I hear about them is, is against my will. Hey, take her name out of your mouth. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are, but by the way, when I got out of the shower today, there's an image for you. I took a shower, Ryan. I'm not laying in bed. I'm dick, but I'm going to come in on the show. Anyway. Hi to Ryan's mom, who's lovely. Happy belated birthday again. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. NSYNC was playing, and that song's in my head now. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Oh, I hit that note, by the way. I think we all heard that. Anyway, good list. All right, Chris, Christmas songs. Chris's Christmas songs. Okay, my list. All got right. it up there. Okay, first of all, Jingle Bells. Okay, now here's why. Here's why. Okay. We had a piano in my house. Oh, wow. And I could play, I know the chords, and I could read the G clef. And that was a song I we'd gather the kids around. We played a couple, but that was one that they get way into. So playing Jingle Bell, me on piano. Wow. And, you know, the melody with my right hand. And I know basic chords. I can't do the left hand. Right. Like a real piano. Someone get a piano at Oasis tomorrow for the whole No, no, I tell you, Chris so playing. I went last year because, you know, I, I had, a, a, you know, Joe Fortenbaugh and I talked about some things. He says, every year you should try to do something different. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm going to go back because I used to know all, you know, a little bit to play the keyboards. and all. So I went to go and I was like, eh, I might go get one. And then I started playing a little bit. Man, I haven't played in 20 some years. <laughs> I said, I'm going to do something well, else. When I you didn't. played, could you play like some Billy Joel, Elton John or contemporary stuff or classical uh, stuff? Yeah, I was going with Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> I was impressed. I no, was like, wow. No, I know chords, basic chords. Oh, I like okay. that. Jingle bells. Okay, jingle bells. That's out to my kids. I don't know if they're watching or listening. Anyway, <laughs> the second one. It's the most it's wonderful, wonderful time, time of the year. And it's got to be the Andy Williams gotta version. Got to be Andy Williams. And the best one is my favorite things 
The Tony Bennett version. Gotta go, t- Tony Bennett. Come on, Tony just Bennett version. Away. My favorite things is you know that that's a great song of any genre. It doesn't have to just be Christmas. I had an agent in Pittsburgh. I always have a story for something. There's an agent in a certain city, certain city, Jerry, Pittsburgh. I'm proud of it. He booked uh, Tony Bennett for a show, and in the Tony Bennett's contract, there were three things you weren't allowed to do. You couldn't stare at his nose. You couldn't mention the word banana ever in front of him, and you couldn't jingle loose change in your pockets. Now, if those are true about Tony Bennett, I don't know. Dave Settlemeyer in Pittsburgh, he showed me uh, this was a rider. It might have been just for fun. We don't know. But uh, that was three things you couldn't do around Tony Bennett. I'm, Jiggle, loose change. Mention the word banana, stare at his nose. That's a hell of a rider. I have no idea. I don't that's, know. That's, Again, that's... I've lived a long time. That's why I, everyone's like, you always have stories for stuff. I've lived. I've been around. I've been around. So that's a, that. Those artists are weird. Yeah. You know, so I, maybe I, it's true. I don't know. I mean, but the fact that I, I went into a story with the, the Vince Vaughn or the yeah, I don't know. I got a lot of stories. Um, okay. Christmas, Christmas least favorite. Some by Christmas I hate two okay. things. Okay. First of all, I yes. hate when, and, and this was like one I heard yesterday. Actually, two I heard yesterday. Jingle bells. I think sung by Jack Jones. Like the slow. They okay. slow it down. Zing. Jingle bells. Jingle, <laughs> yeah. No, this is like a happy it's song. A happy song. And then my favorite things by Barbara Streisand. These are a few of my. You know, <laughs> no, sing it the song. Like Barbara was in the room right there. Like yeah, that. I know. I, and I love Barbara Streisand, but sure. you know, don't sing it like that. But my most hated Christmas song it makes no sense to me. The Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> There's a lot of people's favorite Can you, songs. I don't care. Right. You know, here's here's Mary and Joseph. Okay, right. we just got the kid down. Right. Oh, and here comes this guy. He's going to play his drums. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Next time, bring, bring a tuba and a saxophone. Let's have a. I just got the kid down, for God's right, sake. Exactly. Now you're going to come and play the drums and wake him up. Thanks a lot. Oh. <laughs> Makes no sense to me whatsoever. Oh. Hey, Frank's oh. turning Mary and Joseph Italian here. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're, you're banging the drum. The kid, I just put Vinny. I just put the kid down. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hysterical. By the way, Jingle Bells. Uh, do you know the version? My, the, my dad played this for me as a kid. My dad was on the radio, and every Christmas he did the barking dogs doing jingle bells. Oh, did, yes, I've heard that. It was just dogs. Roof, 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 roof. <laughs> it's just called the barking dogs jingle bells. Jerry, pull it up on YouTube. That's what we're going after. I'll tell you right now. I would have liked that better than the Jack Jones That's version I heard yesterday. It was ten the, to one over the there. barking dogs, and they they barked they barked jingle bells, and I it's all it's I, well I. Was saying how the NSYNC songs in my head. I don't know if I should have barking dogs in my head. That I might need to visit a doctor if I do that. <laughs> be at a, I'll be at a store just going, roof, roof, roof. This man's crazy. Get him out of here. Uh, little drummer boy you hate. Wow. No, that's just stupid. It's you know, stu- like I said, <laughs> they got the kid to sleep. Here comes this guy with his drums. Oh, yeah. Really, you want to aggravate somebody, that, right. like a nephew or something like that, get them a drum set for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, there you go. You, know, you want to <laughs> piss off your sister, your brother-in-law, whatever. I had Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. I had the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, please come up. For, I had some other ones there. but anyway, some good ones. Ryan McCormick songs, ladies and gentlemen. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Brenda Lee, if you're going with Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee was 13 when yeah. she recorded it. Number one song in the country last week. She's like 80 years old. Her wow. niece or granddaughter tells her, Guess what? You have the number one song in country starts crying. You can Google it or do it on YouTube. You'll see it uh, after the show. Ryan also has uh, uh, Run Rudolph Run. Great song. Yeah. Uh, if that's Brian Adams' version, there's many versions. Uh, Chuck Berry did it too, I think. And Winter Wonderland, Walking in a Winter Wonderland. That's a, good, I remember that's doing a lot of really good ones. Yeah. There's got, by the way, Billy Squire, 
who stroke me was his big hit. Stroke me. Stroke. He has um, Christmas is the time to say I love you. That's one of my other favorite rock songs. A I, lot of people know that one. I got a couple favorites that weren't mentioned by anybody. What's that? Kind of surprising. Last Christmas by Wham. I, ooh, that's a that's good one. That's one of my I favorites. Like version. And uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Bruce. That's, that's, that's another good one. I like that How about one? Let It Snow with uh, Dean Martin? Yeah. You do Let It Snow. And, and, and the uh, the Chris or vein, I've got, a, I've got a least favorite. What? It's the, what's it called? The Chipmunk song by Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, no, no, that's a good one. That might be the same as the Barking Dogs. Alvin! It's the same as the Barking Dogs. You hear it like once and you're like, all right, that's kind of funny, but then you hear it. My daughter wants me to mention the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. That's uh, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Right? That's a Christmas song. Is that a Christmas song? Yeah. You know who wrote that song? Again, I've lived a long time. Mel Torme wrote that song. Oh, really? Mel Torme. I was on I Mel saw, Torme Boulevard. The Mel other day. I, saw, I was on that the other day. I saw that. By the way, Mel Torme, my dad takes me to see a movie. Uh, I want to say the Buddy Holly story at the Cinerama Dome in 1976 in Hollywood. Mel Torme was in line for popcorn. And my dad goes, Mr. Torme. And he turns around, talked to us for like five minutes. I didn't know who he was until yeah. years later, but a nice gentleman. Met him yeah. at the movie theater. So I t- actually met Mel Torme. I got some Mel Torme records. Love Mel Torme. Records are, uh, they were like vinyl, Matt. I don't know. I don't I know if that works. Like I don't works I'm older Ryan. than Ryan. I have, a, I have a record player at home. <laughs> Ashley is her name. That is Ryan's mother's name. Very lovely woman who follows me. Uh, anyway, Alex, do you have any picks for tonight you want to give out? I we have a hockey couple... pick. Yeah, let's do a hockey pick. That sounds good. It's very wintry. Yes. So uh, <laughs> Seattle Kraken at Dallas. I like over six. Juiced a little bit now, minus 120. These two have played 10 times since last year because they met in the playoffs. Nine of those went over, averaging 7.5 goals per game. And then Dallas, nine of their last home games have gone over. Sorry, eight of nine have gone over. And Seattle, seven of their last nine road games. So that bet again, to clarify, is? Over six. On Seattle. Total, no, both, yes. Or the total, yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Here's a parlay right there. The Seattle Kraken Metcalf. The Seattle Kraka-Calf. Because I'm going to take DJ Metcalf, any DK Metcalf, any touchdown, and the Kraken over. Both Seattle teams playing tonight. There you go. So it's the Seattle parlay. The uh, climate pledge parlay. <laughs> but McCaff, DK Metcalf for Kraken. Yeah. You remember when uh, Chris <laughs> Collinsworth <laughs> called him DCAF Metcalf? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but that, that man, Chris Collinsworth, is now in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. They is mentioned- he really? They showed it last night. They showed him being uh, in, uh, who, who's, who does the games with him? Is it Tariko? I don't, yeah. Tariko. It switches every year. It seems like. Yeah, it does. But Collinsworth is in the Sportscaster Hall of Fame. Now, growing up, I hated Chris Collinsworth uh, because he played for the Bengals. And he was good. He's a great player. He would go over the middle, and he made some very good catches against Pittsburgh Steelers. Jerry, Pittsburgh Steelers. You're trying to kill Jerry. I am trying. I know. And I love Jerry. Jerry's Jerry's star on this show. Uh, Anyway, so uh, DK Metcalf, anytime touchdown. We're going for it. We're going with that guy in the parlay. And what's that? Squad ride, baby. We're all taking it. We're doing it. And you're and you like tonight Seattle and Dallas going over the total. Six and a half? Six. Six. So ooh, it's only six. Okay. Yeah. Uh that was a wonderful show. It's Christmas week. We hope everybody uh we're here all week. Uh we have some great guests tomorrow. Jackie Marfugi, comedians coming in. Um, very funny, very funny girl. She'll be here live in the studio. She is the MC for the Magic Mike show. Which Chris, you've been to how many times? The Magic Mike show? <laughs> My wife, many, many. Okay, many. all right. Well, there you go. See if we can get some more tickets for her. Um, do we have the Barking Dogs by chance? We'll have it for tomorrow. We'll, we'll open it with tomorrow. tomorrow. We'll play it tomorrow. We're going to play the Barking Dogs. Anyway, uh, and the director who yelled at me during the show. She yelled at me. 
That's the best part of the show. I know. Jerry. Oh, by the way, one thing. It is Royal Crown Cola. It's right. It is Royal Crown. Yeah. See, I thought so because then I started thinking Mm -hmm. Crown Royal, which I did a little older. But yeah, those cans I lugged around the country, like a dollar. (laughs) A dollar. Good investment. I know. That was. And it wasn't baseball. I thought they were going to be worth millions and millions. So oh, I yeah. kept them. And they're like steel, by the way. They're not aluminum cans. Like, I, by the way, I've moved them successfully because you can't crush them. They're like, yeah, they're yeah like, I have some Iron City cans. Yeah, like right. That. Some yeah. old Iron City beer, which is the local beer in Pittsburgh. In- <laughs> Jerry's going to start yelling at you now. I know. Jerry, everyone's yelling. Matt already mentioned Pittsburgh. Uh, Ryan, uh, do we have anything? Is Ryan, did he take a nap yet? Is there a last comment from Ryan? I think he listened. Gary Arlitz is also on that Brenda Lee song. Alex and I know Gary very well. Oh, really? He's uh he's he's my boss over at the Las Vegas ballpark where Enchant is. So yes. And Ryan McCormick called Pete Carroll "Cheat Carroll" as Kevin Belenkoff likes to call him. And Kevin and Ryan even had a little back and forth on. Ryan's been Ryan's been a little testy lately. Where's it? Where's what's that? Spicy. Spicy. Spicy McCormick. He, he's grown quite a bit. He's grown. He's grown in forty nine yeah. shows. Ryan has yeah, gone he's from grown quite a bit. Yes, Mister Nicotero. To well, first of all, out of twenty. What kind of number is that? It was went back and forth. And then he's yelling at me on the text thread about. I never you- heard him call you Mr. Nicotero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Let somebody a kid dream. said it. All right. So, Sports by the Book. Alex, you're on Sports by the Book today. I am. Three All right. O'clock. That's coming up at three o'clock. Uh, they're going to talk a lot more Monday Night Football. I'd love to hear Jeff and, and Vinny's take on the game tonight. When maybe we'll know who's quarterback in that game. I hope so. <laughs> I hope we know by then. I think yeah. it's Jim Zorn and Ron Jaworski are going to be quarterbacking for Seattle and Philly That'd be a tonight. Good one. I love Jim Zorn when I was a kid. All right. Thank you for watching the show, which officially I think has become our longest show. So that we did that is our Christmas present to you, the viewers. Thank you for watching. Ryan, we hope you do feel better. We love you. Matt, you'll be here tomorrow too. Yes, sir. You'll be on the show tomorrow. All right, we got a good show tomorrow too in studio guests. Thanks for watching. Punchlines, punchlines, lines, live in Nevada, every show. Roof, roof, roof.